0: Global Business News, 24 hours a day, at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are falling with bonds after comments from Federal Reserve officials spurred speculation on higher borrowing costs amid... Uneven growth in the U.S. economy, the S&P 500 index now down 10 points to 21.79, a drop there of 5 tenths of 1%. The Dow is down 77 points, a drop of 4 tenths of 1%. and Nasdaq down 29 points, a drop of 6 tenths of 1%. The 10-year down 3.30 seconds, the yield 1.56%. Gold up 7.80 the ounce to 13.51, a gain of 6 tenths of 1%. And crude oil up 71 cents a barrel, forty six forty. On West Texas Intermediate Crude, a gain of 1.5%. I'm Charlie Pallet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
1: Home Depot, new home construction, both up very nicely today. We have the housing starts numbers soaring suddenly in July. And we have Home Depot, the world's largest home improvement retailer, posting second quarter profit that rose 9.3%. Who can pack tie it all together for us? Well, he's in studio today. Brad Hunter, chief economist at Home Advisor. Brad, welcome back.
2: Well, thank you, Kathleen.
1: Well, let's start with uh, Home Depot, home improvement, all those trends. Because in your work at Home Advisor, what Home Advisor does helping people find these kinds of services and things online. This is right up your alley. Yeah. Uh, you have an interesting statistic that you're seeing uh, growth in large ticket items, up eight percent, eight percent in nine hundred plus dollar items. Uh, this is uh, that's Home Depot, uh, Home number. Depot in particular, yeah. really helping to drive those earnings.
2: Yeah. So what's happening is we're seeing. Some deferred maintenance projects and deferred home improvement projects finally. Get going, and what's happened is people are finally at the point where they're feeling okay about their income, and they're feeling great about the equity they have in their homes. You know, uh, home equity has doubled in the last four years. There's been such, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's a multiplier, right? When you got get a uh, an increase in home prices that we've had, uh, it just multiplies it when it gets to home equity. So that means people feel wealthier, they feel more secure, they feel well, and they can also get home equity loans if they want to home. Equity lines of credit are increasing. And so what's happening is they're uh, taking on larger projects. They're buying larger items from Home Depot and so on, and they are also taking on more of these whole room, whole kitchen, whole bathroom, garage remodels, that kind of thing.
0: I know that you spent a lot of time reading remodeling magazines, so maybe yeah. you can enlighten us just a little bit about the divergence between the mainline retailers such as Macy's, Nordstrom, Kohl's, And, of course, Home Depot and we'll get Lowe's results tomorrow because back in May, I'm I'm reading your note, you said consumers are becoming more cautious, but that's got positive implications for the home improvement sector. Tell us why.
2: Nesting is investing. That's the term I used in that article. And what I mean by that is that people are viewing – investing in their home as sort of a defensive investment strategy. You know, they're sort of saying, if I fortify the castle, I know I'm going to get some money back out of whatever I put into the home improvement project. Um, and certain projects will pay you back a greater dividend than others. Some of them will pay you back more dollars than you actually put in. You're
0: talking about blown insulation, I think.
2: <laughs> that actually, talking about Remodeling Magazine, they have the cost versus value report they do once a year. And they found that uh, that was... Um, the highest payoff thing that can, you can do to your house. If you don't have proper insulation, you add that, you get the energy benefits, and, and that's resaleable. You can add to the price of the house.
1: You know, you've uh, also found out, not too surprising, that the most money is spent in a home just after someone moves in and just uh, before they move out. It seems yeah. all of this, uh, this trend is being driven, though, so much by the fact that mortgage rates are so low. Yeah. So if you want to sell your house, lots more uh, uh sellers who can do it if you want to spruce up your house you can refi at a much lower rate banks they make you jump, jump through a thousand hoops but but they'll do it right this yeah. seems to be a very important part of the trend too
2: yeah it it's a great leading indicator to look at uh when you're looking at home improvement i call it churn which is basically the turnover of homes um you know 4 or 5% of the homes are being turned over which is about average so we still actually have some runway to go to to get Above that, which was where we would normally get to at this stage in a in a recovery. But what's happening is, uh, you know, whenever somebody is getting ready to sell their house, they have to do some home improvement work because they need to get it ready to pass inspections. They have to make it, uh, you know, increase the curb appeal and all of that. And then after the person buys the house, they want to customize it and make it more personalized to
0: themselves. So it's a double hit. Do you think that this is also going to increase uh, insurance companies' uh, profits? Because I mean, if you're going to see more home turnover, mm-hmm. that's typically when you get sent that flyer in the mail that says, yeah. "Before you, you know, re-up with your existing insurer, mm-hmm. call us now, and we'll yeah. get you know that kind of
2: thing." Sure, that you know, there's a lot of kind of spin-off effects, and that's one of them. Another one is uh, inspection services start to spike up, and we're seeing that in our own numbers. And you know, we track more than 10 million data points each year within Home Advisor. That is the number of people who are actually coming through our online network to find a professional of some kind. And that includes movers, and it includes inspection services. And these are the kinds of things that are spiking up uh, every time somebody moves.
1: Housing starts uh, up. Uh, pretty sharply last month, the 1.2 million units at an annual rate. I'm looking at my Bloomberg
2: to see when yeah, was the last time deeper. we haven't
1: been uh, we haven't been that high in in a while.
2: But but here's the way I don't see it as a particularly strong report, and here's why. If you look at uh look below the surface, below the headline, you see that single family was actually completely flat, essentially up 0.5%. I call that flat given the you know confidence interval that you have. So uh all of the increase was multifamily. And I think that multifamily doesn't have much runway left. I think multifamily cannot continue to to increase the way it has and I think that probably by sometime next year we'll see the top in multifamily and starts will start to trend back downward after that. Is that because
1: the inventory, is there so much more capacity? There's just a lot more places to rent now, is that why?
2: Well, that's right. What's happened is uh, so much new construction has happened, and there's a lot of buildings that are still under construction. You know, these kinds of, especially the luxury high-rise buildings, take, you know, three years to complete. So by the time they actually get completed, uh, you know, and some of them will complete next year, and I think that they're going to find maybe a little
0: softness in the rents compared to what they pro forma I want to thank you very much for coming in and spending time with us. As always, Brad Hunter, Hi. Chief Economist at Home Advisor, telling us all about the home improvement sector and the housing industry. Shares of Home Depot now down about six tenths of a percent. The stock of Home Depot, it's up about three percent so far this year, and it pays a two percent dividend. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg.
1: Coming up, Aetna plans to exit Obamacare insurance exchanges in 11 of 15 states in light of $300 million in expected losses tied to them this year. What does it mean for the insurer? What does it mean for the industry? That's coming up on Bloomberg Radio.